All right, before I start the show, I want to tell you about our sponsor, MetPro. Last spring, you might remember that I did an episode with MetPro's founder, Angelo Poli, about how his company has helped thousands of people understand their bodies better through metabolism tracking. Well, MetPro just launched a brand new tool that lets you see the same science and tailored strategy that their experts use. So you can start tracking, analyzing, and learning what your metabolism responds to best. Now, my listeners get up to one month for free when you sign up, so head to metpro.co slash getfitguy to learn more. Welcome to the Get Fit Guy's quick and dirty tips to slim down and shape up. You know, I'll be the first to admit that I'm no yogi master, but I've done my fair share of power yoga, hatha yoga, Bikram yoga, and even accidental freestyle yoga when attempting to simultaneously change the diapers of my twin baby boys. Most folks know that yoga will certainly stretch muscles, increase flexibility, and help you to relax, but is yoga good for weight loss? You'll find the answer in this episode. So, what is yoga? While I could easily write an entire article or book on the nitty-gritty details of yoga, the basic overview is as follows. More than simply stretching, yoga is focused on creating balance, strength, flexibility, and relaxation in the body through a series of poses, postures, movements, and breathing patterns. Different types of yoga require different amounts of balance, strength, power, or focus, but the concept of focused breathing while moving from one posture to the next is fairly constant. And I do realize that by summarizing yoga in two sentences, I've probably just risked offending passionate yoga practitioners out there. But hey, time is limited. As you know, the number of calories that you burn is a major determinant of weight loss, and calorie burn is highly variable. To look at whether or not yoga can help with weight loss, let's look at the calorie burn of familiar activity modes. Now, as I'm giving you these calorie-burning numbers, remember that heavy people burn more calories because they have to carry more body weight, and people with a genetically high metabolism also burn more calories, as do people with a higher percentage of lean muscle fibers. So that's why there's some variation in the number of calories per minute for the activities I'm about to mention. Here we go. At rest, you'll burn 1 to 1.5 calories per minute, depending on your body weight or 45 to 68 calories in 45 minutes. Walking at a leisurely 2 miles per hour pace, you'll burn 2 to 5 calories per minute, or 90 to 225 calories in 45 minutes. Walking at a more brisk 4 mile per hour pace, you'll burn 4.6 to 10 calories per minute, or 207 to 450 calories in 45 minutes. Finally, running at 6.7 miles per hour, you'll burn 9 to 19 calories per minute or 405 to 855 calories per 45 minutes. Now, if you go to a gym, the average yoga class will last around 45 minutes. So to burn at least 800 calories during that class, it would need to be as strenuous as running at 6.7 miles per hour during the entire class. If you've been in a yoga class before, I doubt that you've left feeling the same cardiovascular fatigue as you'd feel if you had been charging down a treadmill the entire time. And considering that much of your time in that class is spent sitting and breathing, holding still without moving a muscle or lying on your back and breathing, there is literally zero chance that you're burning the unbelievable 1,000 calories per hour that some yoga enthusiasts claim yoga actually burns. 
But rather than hypothesize on how many calories yoga burns, let's look at the research. In 2005 and 2007, two separate studies measured the metabolic rate of people taking a beginner yoga class and found a calorie burn of 2.3 to 3.2 calories per minute. If you remember about the same calorie burn as strolling through the mall or walking leisurely, or about 104 to 144 calories in a 45-minute workout. At this rate, to burn one pound, or 3,500 calories of fat, you'd have to perform over 28 hours of yoga. But wait, isn't it possible that people taking a beginner yoga class may burn fewer calories because they aren't performing advanced movements or doing hot yoga at a high room temperature? In other words, could more difficult yoga routines burn more calories than a beginner yoga class or an easier form of yoga such as hatha yoga? It turns out that another 2007 study investigated this very question and measured the heart rate of participants performing a more vigorous form of yoga called ashtanga yoga. They compared this more vigorous yoga to the same type of beginner yoga routines from the other study I mentioned. In this study, the heart rate during Ashtanga yoga increased by over 30 beats from the resting heart rate, while heart rate during the easier yoga sessions only increased by about half that much, or around 15 beats. This may seem like a big difference, but when it comes to weight loss, a heart rate of just 30 beats over resting heart rate is not very significant. To put this in context, your heart rate can go 30 beats over your resting heart rate when you're gardening, walking the dog, or vacuuming the house, and could increase by 15 beats per minute through the mere act of standing. So while it's true that an increase of 30 beats over your resting heart rate would certainly improve cardiorespiratory fitness more than nothing at all, an increase of this small magnitude is simply not going to give you much bang for your buck when it comes to calorie burning and weight loss and won't get your house as clean as vacuuming would. I want to tell you about today's sponsor, the FitTrack Dara Smart Scale. FitTrack gives you in-depth insights on your fitness progress to help you reach your goals. The Dara Smart Scale measures 17 health metrics, including BMI, hydration, muscle mass, and a whole lot more, and it syncs with the free FitTrack app. So all your health insights are available, well, wherever you are. And the scale takes up to eight different users, which is something I really like about FitTrack because, well, I don't live alone and it's really nice to have those insights available to everybody in the house. Now, I like to track my muscle mass, but my partner has an eye on her hydration levels. So whatever you want to focus on, FitTrack can help you do it. So stop measuring just your weight and start measuring your health with FitTrack. Go to getfittrack.com slash fit to take 50% off your order. Plus, for a limited time, you'll also save an additional 10%. If you go to G-E-T-F-I-T-T-R-A-C-K, that's getfittrack.com slash fit, and you will save 50% plus an additional 10% off your order. So don't miss out on this amazing limited time offer and go to getfittrack.com slash fit. But what about hot yoga? Perhaps you've had friends tell you about their invigorating hot yoga experience or heard about incredibly difficult hot yoga in the news. Surely that must burn more calories. In hot yoga, or Bikram yoga, the temperature in the yoga room is turned up to over 105 degrees, with a recommendation of at least 40% humidity. As a result, people taking a hot yoga class experience more fatigue, a higher heart rate, and a significantly greater amount of exhaustion, not to mention body odor. But this relatively higher amount of perceived exertion is not really due to the fact that people are burning more calories. 
As a matter of fact, by simply walking into a hot room and standing for 45 minutes, your heart rate will significantly increase. This is because your body's primary mode of cooling is to sweat and to shunt blood to your extremities. As you sweat, you lose blood volume, and as you shunt blood, your heart has to work harder to deliver that blood. As a result of these two factors, your heart rate increases significantly. But that increased heart rate is not due to you moving more muscles or burning more calories. It's simply your body's environmental temperature-regulating response to hot conditions. And the only significant weight you're going to lose in a hot yoga class is water weight. For more on temperature and the body's calorie-burning reaction, you should check out the episode by the Nutrition Diva entitled, Does Air Conditioning Make You Fat? Could it be that yoga may actually slow your metabolism? In fact, a 2006 study measured the metabolic rate of people in yoga versus non-yoga groups, corrected for body weight, and found a 15% lower metabolism in the yoga group made up of yoga practitioners. To put this in context, this means that if you normally burn 2,000 calories at rest, you might lower your calorie burn to 1,700 calories at rest if you take up yoga. This is because yoga is a relaxing activity and actually slows down your body's fight and flight reactions, also known as your sympathetic nervous system. While this is highly beneficial for extending your lifespan, controlling stress, and making you feel good, it's certainly not going to shed any pounds. Now, once again, I have to emphasize I have nothing against yoga, and I do some form of yoga nearly every day to improve my flexibility, balance, and relaxation. I even do some hot yoga as I'm preparing for the Ironman Hawaii World Championships to get my body more used to exercising or moving in the heat. However, when it comes to calorie burning for weight loss, yoga is really one of the least effective modes of exercise. But before I'm struck by lightning from the yoga gods and goddesses, let me express one final thought. If the practice of yoga gives you a greater mental discipline and body awareness, and you use those benefits to motivate yourself to exercise, then yoga may indirectly be beneficial for weight loss. Be sure to sign up for the Get Fit Guy newsletter if you haven't yet, because in an episode in the next two weeks, I'm going to reveal one of the stretch and yoga routines that I do every morning, just to prove that I actually do a little yoga myself. And of course, in addition to the newsletter, be sure to follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash getfitguy, where I dish out little tips every single day. And also check out the Get Fit Guy Facebook page, where people are always asking questions and I'm always answering them. Until next time, this is Ben Greenfield, the Get Fit Guy, asking you, what are you waiting for? Go get fit. Get fit.